Welcome to Living On Key, a podcast created to help you tune your day to fit your purpose. I am your host, Terry Key. In addition to being a certified life and success coach, I am a vocal musician, a lyricist, an adventure curator, and a creative, among other things. I approach life from many different perspectives, and for the next several minutes, I'm bringing you with me to help you to stimulate your dreams, scale your obstacles, write your own story, and jump out of your comfort zone. Today, regardless of where you find yourself right now, I want to inspire you to create an environment within an environment that allows room for your personal vision and purpose to breathe and to thrive. Sound good? Let's get started. It's time for our Friday mix down. The mix down is about optimization. We are taking all of our time spent this week and integrating it into this last episode of the week. And I wanna start with a quote. The quote is, it's not enough to know that you have a choice. You have to actually choose. And that's a quote by me. (laughs) Today's musical inspiration is Breakout by Swing Out Sister. It's an 80s tune. Yeah, I'm taking you back today. As always, take a listen to it. Stream it, purchase it, download it, check it out. Listen to it before you listen to this podcast or after or pause it and listen during. But it's what I'm listening to today. It's what I'm actually dancing to today. This week, we've been talking about limiting beliefs and the dangers of succumbing to them and living in them. And I want to keep the party going and encourage you to break out of that cycle of listening to limiting messages and staying stuck in limiting beliefs. And I want to share my own struggles with limiting beliefs. And I'm starting with the ones I had just this morning. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's all about transparency today. So let's get into it. So this morning, this week, really, I've been struggling with a common limiting message that rears its annoying little head every once in a while with me, like those moles in the whack-a-mole game. Side note, I'm really good at whack-a-mole. It's a game you can find at most carnivals and amusement parks and other entertainment games places like wherever. The timer starts and you stand there at the ready with your mallet in hand, waiting to pound that mole on the head the moment it pops its head up. And if you hit it quickly, you get points. If you wait too long, you don't get the point. And it pops down again, ready to come up through some other random hole. Anyway, I'm great at that game. Learning to be great at it in life. The pesky limiting message that I was confronted with this week was this. I'm a loner. Yes, you heard me right. The message was, I'm a loner. Now, at least one of you is thinking, what's wrong with that message? 
Shout out to all my fellow introverts. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. I'm an introvert. I process things internally and require a certain amount of space to process without influence from outside people. And too much outside influence can actually make me feel drained of energy. So yes, I'm an introvert. I'm an outgoing introvert. I'm not shy. I'm not timid. And Lord knows I'm not quiet. So there, breaking the introversion stereotype for you guys. But why is being a loner a limiting message? And it may not be one for you, but here's why it is one for me. I love people. I love hearing people's stories, sharing in experiences, creating adventures and watching people enjoy them. I love hosting gatherings. And this might be considered obvious, but I love coaching and training and leading workshops and seminars. I love it. You know what? I've even enjoyed the customer facing jobs I've had as well, like customer service jobs I've had back in the day, like as a customer service agent. So what's the deal with this limiting message I had to be down? Well, I had to ask myself this week, when does this message pop up for me? When does the timer start on it? And I realized that it pops up the most when I've been involuntarily isolated for a long period of time. It pops up when I'm missing my friends and family. It pops up when I'm struggling alone with illness or sadness. And that's a key right there that shows me that this is not just some random thought. This is something that's triggered by something else. And then the message intensifies when I feed into it with other limiting messages like, you don't need anyone. You're just fine by yourself. And this seemingly is the antidote to feelings of loneliness. But here's what that limiting message can do if not dealt with immediately. It can cause walls to form. Walls are barriers. And barriers, in this case, give the illusion of protection, but in truth, they're just creating more isolation. So limiting messages are like parasites in a way. When you feed them, they get stronger and suck your energy right up. Thankfully, this limiting message is not a limiting uh, belief for me because I know I'm not a loner. So I responded to that message with a message of truth for me, which is I need people and people need me. I have a gift that can transform lives. That was the message that I told myself to combat that limiting message. So here I am with you sharing with you, hoping that today helps inspire you to whack all up on the head of that limiting message mold in your life. I'm going to stand here with my mallet in my hand and get rid, help you get rid of your message moles as well. <laughs> One of the biggest struggles I had with limiting messages was in 2019 when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Now, everyone who is confronted with life-changing news handles it in their own way. And the way I handled my news, in my humble opinion, was with poise and a sober perspective. I was very clear, very decisive about how I was going to share the news, 
with those closest to me and very determined to keep a positive attitude throughout my journey because I knew it would be important. So as I discussed potential treatment plans with my oncologist and waited to hear about the severity of the tumor, I held on to the hope that everything would be okay. The day came to hear what was being recommended by my doctor and I heard that dreaded word, surgery. (laughs) Well, yes, I had to have surgery, but that wasn't the word. Radiation. Yes, I needed that too, but that wasn't the word. The word was chemotherapy. And the worst words came next. You're going to lose your hair. Now, someone is thinking, girl, so (laughs) better your hair than your life. And to you, I say, okay, you're right. But it is possible to have more than one struggle at a time. So bear with me. My hair journey has always been sensitive for me. I feel like I've always been worried about my hair all my life. I'm not going to go into uh, all of the messages women get as it relates to our hair because I don't have time for that in this episode. But suffice it to say, all of those messages that we hear landed right into my brain and heart. But when I started my natural hair journey in 2001, I finally realized that my hair is beautiful no matter what state it finds itself. And we had a beautiful relationship. My hair went from barely reaching my shoulders when it was in its chemically processed state to at one point being measured at two feet in length. It became one of the physical traits I felt very confident in. And I was devastated at the thought of losing it. It was like... I can deal with all the difficulty that's coming. Just let me keep this. So I tried everything. Some experimental processes that were very expensive. And quite frankly, they were hilarious when I look back at some of those pictures of me with freezing packs of ice Velcro to my head. But it didn't work. And I was brushing out handfuls of hair at a time and was fully bald two chemo treatments in. The limiting message then? Oh, that's it now. Not only are you going to go through hell, you're going to look like it too. Your hair is what made you cute. That was the lie my brain told me, and I had a choice to make right then. I decided to embrace my baldness. Now, it was not easy at first, and If I can show you pictures of me looking like I wanted to smile and trying to smile, but not being too happy. But I decided no wigs, no hats or scarves, unless the elements required it, because sun and cold don't feel great on a bald scalp. Uh, Holler at me, all you men who are follically challenged. (laughs) And I decided to go out and show my baldness. Now, the first time I did, I looked in everyone's face, every person that I passed by stared into their eyes so I could see who was looking at me. And guess what I saw? No one looking at me. I mean, no one. It was then that I gave myself the one-two punch, that one-two punch to that limiting message 
with a simple three word message. And it was this, get over yourself, get over yourself. And I did. And from there, I discovered something amazing. I was beautiful without hair. And the journey continues. So with each stage of growth, now my hair is growing back. Um, It's not where it was before chemo, chemo, but it's growing back. Uh, A little bit more gray, (laughs) but it's growing back. And uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving this process. I went through a process of uh, protection, protective style, but I was super happy with it because guess what? There was something to uh, protect. (laughs) So I was happy with it. So I got over myself. I discovered that life goes on. Hair grows, hair goes, but life goes on. And I'm beautiful. I discovered other things that made me beautiful besides my hair, other physical things and other things that weren't physical. And I just wanted to share that with you. And hopefully it encouraged someone to find ways to deal with Even if they're common, deal with those limiting messages. Everybody might be going through it, but you don't have to. You can fight it and you can combat it with your own empowering message. I received a question and I was going to answer it in this episode, but instead I think I want to talk about it next week. The question was, What's your process for letting things go? And that's a great question and a great topic. So next week, we're going to dive into that. In the meantime, as Swing Out Sister says, don't leave your destiny to chance. What are you waiting for? The time has come to make or break. Move on, don't hesitate. Break out time to move beyond the limiting beliefs that have had you in lost confidence, stagnation, stuck in cycles. The list goes on. Fill in the blank. You know what these limiting messages have done for you, done to you. Break out. You can do it. I've got your back. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Living on Key. It has been wonderful spending this part of your day with you. I hope you will stay connected with me and let me know how this podcast has inspired you. You can follow me on all social media at That Key Voice. I would love to hear your comments, stories, and questions about how you are gaining new perspective. Tell me about your wins, your challenges, and if you would like me to air them on the podcast, let me know. If you would like to learn more about how I can coach you or coach your team on ways to approach old problems with a fresh perspective, contact me at terrykey.com. Join me every Monday to get keyed up for your week and every Wednesday for a quick midweek stretch and check-in. Our Friday mix down is the time to celebrate, have a little fun, a few laughs, share stories, and answer questions. I am Terry Key, and until next time, stay tuned in to your purpose. I'll see you around.